Hey everyone, it is Maddie Westbrook. Welcome back to Closet Talk, and today we have one of my most exciting guests on the show, one of my best friends, Eva Cudmore, and we have known each other for years, but this is the first time we've ever done a podcast together, and so today we are going to be talking about firsts. We are going to be playing a game where we have a bunch of firsts in a little bowl right next to me. I like to call it a cauldron. We're going to pick one out and answer the first story truthfully no lies here. And these are kind of juicy questions. I've heard Amanda set me up really nicely today. It could be our first kiss, our first heartbreak, and our first a lot of things. I don't know if I'm ready for this. I'm kind of scared. Welcome. It is episode 18 of Closet Talk. Our guest, Eva Cudmore, for today. Hey guys, I'm Eva Cudmore. One of my closest friends that I've made in LA, kind of by force, but then we ended up liking each other. By force? We had no other, there were no other like nice people. You think I'm nice? Girl! <laughs> This is like the, would you still love me if I was a worm? Would you still love me if I was a worm, Eddie? <laughs> I would. And I'm so excited to transition into the main segment where we're going to be talking about firsts. Oh, we're talking about firsts today because we've known Eva for three years now. Mm -hmm. Three years? I would say so. And I feel like we still don't know a lot about each other's firsts, except we did go to Joshua Tree once and just sit there and we're like, we, we trauma nice. dumped for sure. Oh, <laughs> I forgot. For like <laughs> six hours. But I don't feel like we like crazy. talked about firsts, I would say. Just kind of like general life stories. Life stories. Yeah. Here we have our cauldron of firsts. I'll are mix we, it up a bit. Are we talking about how we first met? No. You followed me on TikTok. I don't know how I got your snap and we kind of started. Yeah, because we like, were just mutuals. We never really talked. Never. And then you're like, oh, I'm moving to LA. And then I was like, when? And then I knew when you were there. And then when you got there, we were friends. Yeah. Except I couldn't really come over to your place. <laughs> That's a different story. <laughs> that is a different story. Um, I'm gonna, oh my gosh, this smells so good. This is like fresh Sharpie. Fantastic. No? Dude, what the, what are you, you doing? You don't like, like, Sharpie or gas, like, Yeah, it's gasoline? like, okay, but I don't, like, huff it in front of people. <laughs> okay, moving forward. Okay, I'm gonna ask a question, and then we're both gonna answer the question, because I feel like it's only fair. First person you came out to, look how cute that is. It looks that like a cute. font. Who was the first person you came out to? I think, like, my best friend from home, Ian. Yeah. What was I the reaction so. on that? I knew it. <laughs> really? Yeah. We were both straight when we were like straight. Right. When we were friends. He came out to me a, a bit ago. And then I think since I knew he was like out, I felt comfortable talking about it. That makes sense. But he knew like way, like right when I figured it out. Yeah. Because you know how people say like, oh, like I knew I was gay from like, I was a kid. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't Like either. I really didn't. I had no idea. So yeah. Right when I found out he knew. But that was like What did you come out as? Bye. Yeah, I feel like everybody. Everybody does the bye thing. Everybody's like, <laughs> That's oh, like bye. As, as and then it either stays or it doesn't. And yeah. Mine was one of my best friends at school. Nobody knew, obviously. This is what coming out is. But I didn't have any queer people like in my vicinity or yeah. in my town to kind of like confide in who mm -hmm. I knew. Except for like the book lady that worked like you know the like little library? library not the librarian there oh. was like a separate book room at my school that run by like a really queer like librarian oh. and she like rented out the books like the i think it was like the summer reading books and like the class books and not the library and so then i was like oh my gosh one of my people but i could never i could never just walk in there and yeah. be like i'm gay and then like run out of the <laughs> door like this person didn't know who i was yeah. so i came out to one of my best friends i had like two best friends growing up they were twins and we were just like walking around campus at lunch and i was being really quiet oh this was in college this was no this was in high school oh. this was like this was my fr freshman year of high school high actually school, okay. this is how i did it i looked at her and i was like so you know that i'm straight right and i don't even think she knew like what straight and gay was to be so honest just because of like the town that we it sounds up like in. you just came out of straight right i was like well you know i'm straight right <laughs> and then she was straight. like 
what? And I was like, but I have this girl that I'm kissing. And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I think I have a girlfriend, but I'm straight. Like, I kept saying that because yeah. I wanted her to, like, accept me. I, I don't think I was in denial. Like, I knew I liked this girl. But I don't really remember the reaction. I just remember saying mm-hmm. it and then her kind of not responding. And then it's just, like, completely changing the subject. Cool. Yeah. Great coming out, I guess. I know. The first person I came out to and that was, like, really cool about it probably was, like, my best friend Kyle. The one that was like that lives like point yeah, seven yeah, miles. Yeah, right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. So you first came out as, you didn't really come out as anything. You just were like, I because I, I didn't like this know girl. there were different things. Yeah. I just was kind of like, okay, I like girls, but like, is that gay? Like, I don't know. Like, it's it could be, it, it could be gay to like girls, but I didn't know how to say it. Like, yeah. I didn't have the like vocabulary to mm-hmm. kind of digest. Yeah, I get that. Your turn. I'm not gonna sniff it like you. It smells good. First time getting recognized in public. Oh my gosh, I have mine. When was yours, though? It had to have been, like, in my hometown. Does that really count, like, hometown? Or are we talking about, like, in L.A.? Yeah, hometown's fine. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess in my hometown, we used to go to, um like, the city I lived in. They have, like, uh, like, like hockey games. And, like, mm-hmm. everybody goes. They're massive. And I remember um, my dad, like, works for the, the team or whatever because he's, like, the academic advisor or something. So we would go a lot. And I went one time, and I was just walking around with, like, my, like, friends or whatever mm-hmm. and i think like some like group of little teenage boys said something or oh my god are you from tiktok or something you know you know yeah, how yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. tiktok and i was so embarrassed because that was the first time ever the first time i got recognized it was really confusing it was like mid-covid yeah and we we never left the house like my mom was super strict about covid my dad worked at a hospital my mom was a teacher yeah and so it was like you were essentially on lockdown the whole time my parents were like that too yeah super and so strict. It was like my sister's birthday and we hadn't left the house like genuinely in probably five, six months. But during those five, six months, I blew up like on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I had maybe like three million. And so we went to my sister's like favorite little like shop. She she wanted to go to Brandy, Brandy Melville. Yeah. And there wasn't anyone like close in our town. So we drove like two hours to get to this place. And it was our first time leaving like our hometown probably in, in like a yeah. year and i got stopped like 15 times and everyone was, my mom was like what's going on and i was like i have no idea like it was genuinely what? felt like one of those scenes in a movie that was like snap ticker gets famous <laughs> and then it's just like you're viral with 300 likes you know what i mean and so i was like really confused i feel like that's how it is every time i'm out with you though like people always recognize you yeah all right who's your first queer crush do they have to be queer or just no oh just somebody who was like oh my gosh you want to go first? Like, I have a few. We've gone over some of them. Silvermist from the Tinkerbell series. Tinkerbell. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love That was a, like, her. I don't know if I want to be her or be with her situation. Right, right. Yeah. She was just so good at controlling the water. And then <laughs> uh, Jade from Victorious. Yeah. Just the attitude problem. I loved the attitude problem. Haley from Stick It. Never seen you that. never seen Stick It? Mm-mm. She had abs. I was, like, oh, bamboozled. Then. I think I liked Billie Eilish for a while. Yeah, I think. But everyone that just comes with that being just queer. comes with being gay. Like that's not anything like <laughs> revelational. Mine are not as exciting. What are yours? I also grew up watching like anime pretty much. Mm-hmm. So my first ever was um all from an anime. Okay. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Um, her name's Urza Scarlet. She's like really badass. Like really like cool. And it was like one of those situations too with like Silvermist where I was like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I want to be her or be with her. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she's cool. <laughs> she's really cool. How old were you when that happened? I think I was, like, 
13 maybe okay but that was like the first time i ever like i was like oh i just like really admire her like she's just super cool you know oh also katniss everdeen yeah for sure jennifer lawrence oh my gosh her her new movie have you seen it no hard feelings no i haven't i keep seeing clips she's funny carter though. and i watched it she's really funny she is funny. Was it good it was good i liked it it was mm, cute i want to watch it anime character was definitely definitely, definitely like, the, the, like the star, crazy. You know? said well, I yeah like, i mean cartoon characters like that's like all i watched but i don't know like who like zendaya i feel like that's also yeah. everybody like shake it up zendaya or like euphoria zendaya not euphoria zendaya like um can you ever see Casey Undercover? No. No? I think I stopped watching Disney at that time, to be oh, honest. Oh, that was probably it. And also, this might be a stretch. I think she's like a, a year older than me. So we're like the same age, but... You're um, practically married. What's her name? Skylar, I think, or something like that. She's like a skater, cool girl, and like Disney like shows and movies. I don't, I don't think I know who her, that is. But she... I was like... I was like a little older at this time, though. I was like, okay, yeah, she's cool. She's cool. I feel like that's that's just what I was like. Oh, they're cool because I didn't know yet, you know. Mm -hmm. Didn't know anything for sure. First thing you do when you wake up in the morning? I fall asleep every night on Facetime with my girlfriend if I'm not with her. So I try and wake her up. I like unmute myself and I'm like, hey, pay attention to me. Or if I'm with her, then I just kind of like it's usually her trying to wake me up. But she has a hard time doing that. I'm a very sound sleeper. So she's usually you, like, trying knock to, like, out. Yeah. She's like moving my face around and like trying to like wake me up. And I'm just like, no, no. So that's probably the first thing. Uh-uh. I would like to say the first thing I do is like for a walk and like drink water and grab my phone. Yeah. Like what else am I going to do? You know, like, <laughs> In this society. I grab my phone. But I have like a pretty good like I try not to honestly. Like I've been trying to like not but it's really impossible. I mean, I play rain noises every night, so I have to, like, turn them off. Carter listens to, like, whale noises, and I can hear them from downstairs. Like, whale and thunder. Like, oh. Anyway, moving forward from that, what was the first text you sent today? It was to your girlfriend. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Because we were supposed to go somewhere, but I woke up not feeling great. Not, like, sick, but I just, like, I have some, like, problems with my ovaries and stuff, and I just wasn't feeling great this morning. And I was like, shoot, like, I don't think I'm going to be able to come. I was like sitting on the stairs because I like to sit on the stairs. I don't know why. Sometimes I just like I take like three steps and I'm like, I can't do this today. So I sit on the stairs for a while. And so I texted Carter a picture of Harriet in the cat bed because I was really excited because maybe that means that they can share it. I'm going to get another one. You probably should. Yeah, I will. But I sent him a picture of Harriet looking all comfortable in the cat bed. And I said, in recent groundbreaking events and he said proud of that punani <laughs> that was at one in the morning nice so that was like technically the first text i said today and then the other first text was to my girlfriend she hung up on me and i said you're cute first tattoo or piercing okay i mean i was like three when i got my ears pierced does that really count oh yeah i was like two three months old when i got my ears but pierced. I, that was like non-voluntarily the, yeah. yeah i mean at three you probably weren't like oh, bows in <laughs> my ears ear piercings i think my first like real one it was my belly button oh <laughs> that's it just has to go like so deep in you okay okay everyone i guess do you have something in it right now yeah i don't have to like see or anything oh, I was gonna... no you don't have to stand up but i just like that kind of piercing i feel like that would really bother me i feel like i don't like perceive my belly button very often but it's covering your belly button you don't actually see your belly button. But isn't it like dancing around in the little hole? What do you mean dancing like, around? Like it doesn't, doesn't it move. dangle? Yeah, but it doesn't move. 
You can get ones that have like dangly like stuff on them. Okay. But it, it's just like chills there. It just like hangs yeah, out. Yeah, it just hangs out. Um, yeah, I got my ears pierced since I was like two, three months old. You it's don't like, have any other piercings, eh? No. Why'd you think about it? I did have to think about that. I don't know why I had to think about that. I don't have any other you piercings. Don't. What was your I'm first like tattoo then? It's on my back. I got it when I was 18. It's on like my, I think it's on this, my my left like shoulder blade. Um, it's the cover, it's the portion of the cover of my favorite book, and it's called Let the Great World Spin by Colum Can, and it's mm. the first book that I read after my cousin had passed away, and it's about human connection, mm -hmm. and it just, like, made a really big, big impact on my life about how, like, one small thing, like, the butterfly effect. Yeah, I you know, love just the butterfly like, effect. Yeah, we've talked about this so yeah, much. It's yeah. one of my favorite, like, theories, but it's like, you know, you pass a stranger on the street, and if you didn't pass them, then, like, the entire world, the universe would be different, yeah. right? And I love that, and I think... You know, obviously you think to yourself after like somebody in your family passes away, you're like, oh, what could I have done differently to like be closer to this person or like, have had yeah. like an impact Everything on their life? Everything happened how it was supposed to happen. Right. You know? And But I was pretty young when it happened. Mm -hmm. I was 18 and I was never really close with her, but it just got me thinking a lot about family. And then I was yeah. like, I just want to be able to have family like in my life more, make more of an effort for them and mm -hmm. towards them. And mm -hmm. it's um, a stick figure on like a balancing Beam. oh i've seen it mm -hmm. i've seen it that's yeah cool. and so i also like to have a lot of balance in my yeah. life like work friends family that's, that's also really important yeah really important. and i think a lot of people like regret their first tattoo but i kind of love mine what's like your first tattoo it's on my rib it's a like a butterfly that's like shattered okay you love um, butterflies i do love butterflies but it was kind of just symbolizing like i mean you know like butterflies is just like the symbol is like being free whatever mm -hmm. but um that's kind of what it was it was when i moved to la and i was like at a really rough spot with like just home and just a lot of stuff and it was definitely like a step I needed to take mm -hmm. to like kind of free myself mm -hmm. of like everything so yeah it's beautiful ribs it's really are the first tattoo nice is crazy time, ribs hurt yeah <gasps> first person you would call if your car broke down my dad probably yeah really? <laughs> am, I, am I alone in this situation yeah probably my dad because I would be like I'm what thinking, do I do? I'm thinking LA, so I'd say Carter. Except I found out he was horrible with cars the other day. His his car battery you had to died. Find that out. I feel like I could have guessed that. <laughs> his car broke down the other day, and yeah. we had to like jumpstart his car in the middle of our garage, and he had no idea what he was doing. He put his car in neutral, and like the garage door was like up, and he started to slowly roll back, and I had to run out behind the car and like stop it. I felt like the freaking Hulk. <laughs> first date, ever? Very first. I don't even think I remember my first date. I was 17. We went to Target. It was crazy. Oh, Target day. Yeah, we just walked around. That was pretty much it. Oh, I do know. Mm, I don't know if it like counts. What? Because I had like, I would like, like whatever. My parents were super strict. So if I wanted to like, I wasn't ever, like I didn't ever hang out with guys alone. If I wanted to, like they would have to come meet my family. And yeah. We could go to like a movie or something. Yeah. So I remember we went to like a movie, but I think the first date I ever went to, my little sister had like a, a I think she did softball or something mm -hmm. for a little bit. And she had a game and like, this is so weird. He like came to my place and then we went to the game and we just sat and watched my sister play. And I don't really know if that's a date, but that was like the first time I ever was like allowed to hang out with a guy outside of school. My first date with a guy was to Mormon prom. I had to dress Mormon like an Amish prom? person. Mormon prom? What do you mean? It was like a Mormon thing. Like Mormon prom is crazy. Like not actually crazy. You're not Mormon though. But were, no, I know. He was Mormon? He was Mormon. Oh. And he asked me to Mormon prom and I went to Old Navy. And I bought this dress that went all the way down. Like my arms were covered. Wow. My legs were covered. I looked like a teacher. Like a very conservative teacher. Probably everyone else there looked the same. Yeah. And then we danced like 
literally saving room for like four jesus's barely touching and then he kissed me on the cheek and was like am i your boyfriend now and i was like slow down first heartbreak so sad i think it was just like my first boyfriend i was 16 did were you like crushed about it we did it for like a month (laughs) so no i I was sad but it was also like it was a weird break it wasn't like a clean break you know it was kind of like a oh i still love you so whatever but i don't want to date you kind of thing and Mm. i was like i don't know what to do with myself that was tough but that was definitely not the worst heartbreak I was again we dated a month so it wasn't like yeah all that exciting but yeah I think my perception of heartbreak changes as time goes on mm-hmm. and I, I think too. like looking back like yes I was sad but I think the more relationships that I get into and the deeper connections that I form I think like the true real heartbreak mm-hmm. is from like like loving somebody from like the depths of your soul I was thinking about that. that the other day like a healthy like coming from toxic relationships and having a healthy relationship like having a healthy relationship is really hard yeah like it is really tough because you have to like be so conscious about like how in your head you are Mm -hmm. because that person isn't there to hurt you you know they're like it's not toxic anymore you know and so i always i always think people are out to get me when i'm dating them that's that's why i constantly need reassurance so when you're with someone that's like super healthy and super like calm and just like not toxic it's way harder because you're like well now i gotta like now i'm the work on my dad's yeah i'm the problem and i gotta work on like how i'm feeling in situations Mm -hmm. because they're not there to like hurt me and it's like like we're going through the same thing right now of like finally being in a relationship where you're like okay i'm valued and loved like what yeah it's like it is tough though Mm -hmm. you know like going from toxic to something that's so healthy and so nice yeah like the communication is like next level too i always felt afraid in my past relationships just to tell somebody how i was feeling because i was afraid of like a negative reaction yeah never get that ever now you talk about it and it's not but you still like you still that that anxiety is still like i'm like that i'm so like i'm always anxious when i have to bring anything up yeah to anyone because i'm i i am like it's so sad but i am really used to like just being shut down Mm -hmm. and like being like you're crazy like shut up and i'm like okay great i'm never talking again you know yeah yeah i think relationships have hurt and my heart has been hurt but i think it's kind of like the same as like growing and learning and like i think i'm experiencing like true in love for the first time right now like letting my walls down completely and like i think if this relationship's end that would that would probably be my first like real like throwing up on the bathroom floor heartbreak i've been hurt and i've like hurt people and like relationships that's another thing like being in a toxic relationship like i'm happy i had the i mean yeah. they sucked right they but suck, it's like sure. it makes you appreciate everything in a healthy relationship so much more mm-hmm. like all the little things that like you get now all the little things that your partner notices like it mm-hmm. like it means so much more mm-hmm. yeah and like i don't think if like we didn't have toxic relationships we would really notice that yeah all that much i i agree i agree with you yeah my first heartbreak like in terms of like a relationship ending and it sucked and it was when my parents made me call my girlfriend on speakerphone and be like oh you told me that yeah they made me call yeah, her that was tough. and put her on speakerphone in front of them and they had like whiteboards and they were like about to like write down like what i was supposed to say to this girl and i just felt bad it was embarrassing and it sucked but they told me that if i didn't do it then they'd like call her mom and tell her what was going on yeah and that just mostly just hurt and it sucked because it was just out of my control it wasn't like it wasn't my choice for the Mm -hmm. relationship to end it was like that singular moment in time has caused me to be so cautious and continuously keep my walls up in relationships because i'm afraid of getting too close yeah the first time you fall you don't consciously fall you aren't like aware of how bad it's gonna hurt when it ends yeah i mean but then every time after that 
you're, you're like you're five cautious. falls it's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt mm-hmm. and so you're a lot more like walls up kind of a thing yeah you're right question first country you ever visited this one you've never left america no i have but like this is the first oh <laughs> like, i was born here like it's the first one i visited you never like i think visited okay i went fine. to barcelona whatever i went to spain uh last year with my family that was the first time uh, other than when i was four and went on a disney cruise that was like slightly international waters wow. yeah First country I think I ever visited probably was Canada because I wasn't born in Canada. I was born in the Middle East. Okay. Word. And then we moved to Canada when I was like three or something. So I don't know if that really counts. But like visited like on a trip or something mm-hmm. was like England because my. You've been to England? Yeah. Like 10 times. Really? Yeah. I love England. I was there, I think, I've never last been year. though. It's beautiful, especially like this time of year. I want to really go to nice. Scotland, mm. except I don't want to get punched in the face by a leprechaun. I don't think those exist okay first red carpet slash premiere slash social media event that you attended it you go first i'm gonna think i don't know i genuinely can't remember like there was just so many at the beginning of the when i first moved to la mm-hmm. um i remember i had to go out and buy a suit for it though and i was like really really nervous my oh. first red carpet was recently like actual red carpet i think it was the premiere i went with you what was that called i don't know remember we watched that that we went and there was like lots of people and everyone was really nicely dressed. And I like wore a that, premiere? That dress. Yeah, it was a premiere. Do you remember that? I don't remember what it was for. It was an Amazon event. <laughs> My ex is in it. Oh, anyway, uh, it was like an Valid. Amazon Prime oh, video. Nice. Um, First party, high school or college? Mine was, I was 17, went to college and never drank alcohol before i didn't know the differences between any of them besides like actually literally nothing i knew like the names but i didn't know anything it wasn't a party by the way i'm just kind of classifying it as a party because there was like drinking involved somebody came with like a gatorade water bottle and was just like squirt this in your mouth and i was like i'm not gonna question that and so i just squirted some in my mouth and it was vodka and then i drank beer and then i drank like the darker liquors i mixed everything and got so messed up and then these two girls that I had no idea who they were literally had to carry me back into the dorm. And they were like, your hall director and two RAs are sitting in the lobby of your dorm right now, like of your hall. Be sober. And I was like, shut up. Like, I can't. Are you kidding me? I can barely like I don't even know what toes are at this time. And so we're like walking and I'm stumbling and they like pull me through and they just like sat me down in front of my dorm room. Just like sat me there and then left. And something really bad happened that night due to the intox, not due to the intoxication, but moving forward. Um, it was a really, really, really bad night for me. Like probably one of the worst yeah, nights of my life. Told me this. It just like, oh, like it sucked so bad. My roommate came in after everything and I was like throwing up everywhere. It was just genuinely horrible. I didn't drink again for like a year and a half because it was so bad. Yeah. And then one of the girls who helped me like walked me back to my dorm was actually ended up being best friends with my next roommate and so seeing her was always so awkward because oh. i'm like you've just seen me at my worst girl you see me on like my darkest day i've seen you at- <gasps> oh that was also bad eva did like literally save my life at three in the morning i can't believe i called yeah. you i'm glad i did but yeah. i can't believe I called i'm glad you. you did too i was up you know i, mean, <laughs> I knew I'm you'd be up. up that's probably why i called <laughs> that's you that's probably why you yeah, don't remember calling i went me. out once with scott and it ended in me in a bathtub at three in the morning calling eva and then not remembering that i called eva and i was like yeah. eva what are you doing here it's okay i was there i got you yeah thanks honey. um my first party actually was when i after i moved to la really i'd never gone to a party before that okay and we threw it at our house okay through lots of parties it was f- something else it's not not me anymore. I don't, I don't even, like, I think back to how, like, I was when I was, like, living in the content house and, like, just at, like, thriving. 
in like a party like environment and i'm like i can't i couldn't do that now mm -hmm. i would get exhausted like we were going like every day and i'm like i can barely even go to the grocery store right now like i don't want to see people you know yeah so it's just like i don't know how i did that first concert you went to the bleachers oh that's a good one yeah i went to uh when I was like nine, Justin Bieber, my first actual concert was with you, the Billie Eilish concert. Really? Yeah. That I never like, before that it was just a Justin Bieber, but I don't remember it. I think I fell asleep at the, at the concert. <laughs> you fell like, asleep honestly, at a Justin Bieber so. concert? Yeah, it was, I was like nine. Yeah. I think we have one more. First Instagram post, you have to show it. All right. Family's Thanksgiving. Oh, that's cute. I downloaded Instagram and then I didn't know how it worked. And so I posted like every single day for a week. And then I had friends be like, Maddie, that's not how it works. I'm scrolling down Minecraft right now. Ew. I just need a full delete. That was disgusting. Wait, mine is way worse than I thought it was. Uh, let me read you the caption. <laughs> Shoot for the moon. Even if you don't make it, you'll arrive among the stars. Arrive among. And so you. Arrive among the stars. This was 2017. Oh, and it's just a picture of me, by the way. Look. Oh, oh okay. Artsy. I'm giving Pinterest. And fake glasses, by the way. These are not like my I didn't have glasses at the time. This is so cute. Oh, that's awesome. It's my dog. Georgie. I'm so excited about this queer moment in history because it was by far one of the most impactful that I've ever experienced. And the name of the queer moment in history, which if you don't know what that is, it's a pivotal moment in queer history that we dissect and digest on this podcast. It's also a very recent one. I love when we do recent events. It is called Saltburn and it stars Jacob Elordi and then Barry Keoghan. I've seen that man's... <laughs> everything we've all seen it too many times throughout that movie i want to know what you thought like go because i'm so excited i saw it like two nights ago i know and the story's kind of funny so it was with my like a group of friends and one of the guys is like yo my friend just saw this movie and it was like crazy like we have to go watch it like it's like a mind f like it's super super yeah. good like let's go watch it and we're watching it the entire time we're looking at him like what what is this movie <laughs> what what are we watching right yeah. now it was a little bit traumatizing mm-hmm it was really confusing. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, I thought it was gonna be about vampires or like something like- Did you see the blood in the trailer and assumed it would be about well, vampires? Well, no, it's just the way they set it up where there's like these rich people living in this beautiful house and they seem a little off, you know, mm -hmm. like just the way they're talking. And I was like, oh, it's like gonna be vampires, right? Right. No idea what I was getting myself into. Did I, you like it? No. <gasps> really? You liked it? Um. Here's the thing. I went with Carter and Carter yeah. did the same thing. He was, he was like, Oh, I keep seeing edits on my For You page of this bathtub scene. And I was like, okay, oh. so it's just going to be like a gay movie, right? That's what I thought. It was confusing at first until I realized like what was going on, which is this, just I, that he wanted to kill everyone. But I didn't realize what was going on until like the end. I think that was the point. But what I thought was even more crazy about it was how at the end it told you that that was his plan the whole time. Yeah, that was cool. That I like was that. wild. Because I thought he was just this like silly little boy. Who wanted friends. But the the part that like got me was like, I think we need a prequel like to this to kind of like show. Yeah, see why he's like that. Why he's like why that. Why he lied about like his family and stuff. Like that and, makes like, no sense. It was weird. Like zero sense. Like psychologically, Carter and I were breaking down the movie in the car on the way home. We were like, why would he do this if he has a, a loving family who yeah. obviously loves him? He has sisters. He has this. He has that. I didn't really like it. I'm not going to lie. It was I was really uncomfortable. Like for the majority of I it. I think that was the point. Cause like um, everyone else in the theater was like, well, like, oh. The, like, like the, the bathtub scene, honestly, I'm not one to like gag at things, like seeing them. I was in that theater gagging. 
Really? Because, well, I'm just thinking about how gross that drain is. I wonder how sanitary that was for the actual actor Ooh, to like I don't put even his wanna... lips on that hole. I feel like it was like so not focused on his sexuality at all. And I yeah. thought like, I thought when getting into it, because I didn't know what it was about before we watched it, but getting into it, I was like, oh, it's going to be like, he like falls in love with this guy and whatever. And like, it's going to work out or it's not. But yeah. they kind of like didn't really touch that much. Well, I thought it was going to be gayer because in the intro, he was like, was I in love with him? Yeah. And so I thought it was going to be a little bit of a love story about how he got his heart broken or whatever. But at the end, when he completely switched up, he was like, no, I hated him. And then kills his mom. It was like. Kills everybody. Everyone. Anyway, I think that moment in queer history is pivotal because it was beautifully shot. First of all. Oh, the acting was phenomenal. Phenomenal. I honestly was like jaw dropped. It was so, and the mom was such a good actor. Yeah. <laughs> she said that line about like being lesbian. You see, that you, was funny. I that was funny. That. I, I loved that. All the, casting was perfect. It was great. It was incredible. I think it was the just concept because, was just. I think the concept was, was there, and I see what they were trying to do, and I kind of I get that like a little bit, and I loved the symbolism throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. I took like a cinematography course in college, and how they kind of turned him physically mm-hmm. into the devil at the end, right before Jacob Elordi and died. Even in the with, like the horns, yeah, and in the um, in the maze with the big statue, I was like, that was like so perfect. That was awesome. Like, it was just like that everything about it was so great. Just the storyline, I was so lost. There were a lot of like twists and turns for sure, but also like we have to talk about the penis. <laughs> Like, I don't think we I have to. Like, I've never gone to a movie and seen, like, full pain. It was, like, out. It was No dangling. warning. Nothing. No, no warning. That's the thing. I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay, but I've seen butt I in like, Wolverine. Butts, whatever. Like, you see butt. He turns sometimes. around, you're like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> like, and at first, I thought they were just going to do butt because the the scene in the field. I was like, okay. Yeah. I feel like if they would have, they would have done it earlier, you know? Way earlier. I just got, like, super into that side of TikTok where they were, like, kind of dissecting the movie. Mm-hmm. And that was his real thing. Like, he didn't use a prosthetic. Really? Yeah. I heard they do that. They use prosthetics for, like, pretty much everything. Was, like, he was, like, all out. He was just all out. Dang. To be fair, though, if I had that big house, I would probably do the exact same thing. You'd dance Blast around music. with your dick out? Yeah. <laughs> I would. What? Like, you own this massive house, I would blast music, and just go ham, you know? I, I, dance you know in what? every room. Also, my closing remarks for this, I, I would do the same. But my closing remarks is that, I thought the butler was going to come out and kill him. I, yeah, I thought the I butler was going to have that. have more of like a play in the story, but he didn't really. Yeah. No, kind of was he just there. was like upset the whole movie. He had too much screen time to just be the butler, you know? Like yeah. it was like, I don't know. What was really going I on? Because I know gonna... he knew. I know he knew that this knew guy something. was killing everyone. Or he just like, I don't know. There was like a side of TikTok there where it was like talking about like the depth of the film. And I was like, all right. But if you look at it for what it is, it's a really interesting. Very it's, interesting. It was very interesting. But, but beautiful like gorgeous mm-hmm. and i love all the actors in it incredible mm-hmm. um and that is our queer moment in history this week moving forward this was my incredible guest eva cudmore who are you where can we find you and what do you have coming up that's exciting i'm eva cudmore you can find me at uh, eva cudmore <laughs> pretty much on everything eva like dot cudmore um, I don't really have anything exciting coming up. I stream on Twitch, though. If you guys like gaming, I do that. How often do you do that? Three times a week. Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Lovely. Come see me there. Yeah. Game. We're going to get Maddie into gaming a little bit more. I have a MacBook. Anyway, I do still have that computer. Maybe when I move into, like, a bigger place or, like, a place with a desk, I can set that up and we can, like, game. I'm your host, Maddie Westbrook. You can find me anywhere. When I say anywhere, I mean everywhere but OnlyFans at Westbrook. <laughs> on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, YouTube. I'll be here with you 
and this podcast, Closet Talk, every single Friday gets released at noon, PST, whatever time's on your end. Please check it out, and I will have more incredible queer guests and more incredible queer people just for you and for me and for us. Bye, guys. Bye.